Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. And welcome to now available on video cassette, your favorite '90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinger, joined as always by the Billy Baldwin to my Kurt Russell, Trevor Williams. Man, that was exciting and kind of scary the way you, you delivered that today. Thank you. That was Thank like you. it was like a news bulletin. I wanted there to be a fiery intensity, a fiery intensity. A you say fiery, 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 fiery. Oh. Um, Excuse me. Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Uh, Probably the least, maybe perhaps most elusive (laughs) of the Baldwins. The least good Baldwin? The least in... No, I mean, there's no doubt Stephen Baldwin is the absolute... I bet there's a bunch more that we don't even know about. There's like a Dougie Baldwin. Yeah. (laughs) Dougie. Stuart. (laughs) Stu Baldwin. Stu Baldwin. Get out of here, Stu. Philip Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, Aloysius Baldwin. Chauncey Baldwin. Chauncey. Yeah. Oh, Chauncey. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> they don't let him down from the attic. All right. We're watching Backdraft today. Oh, Backdraft. Wow. <laughs> Boom. Backdraft. Backdraft. A Ron Howard joint. Fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. 95% sure. That's pretty sure. All right. Uh, backdraft firefighter movie firefighter from the 90s. 1991 movie. which you mentioned that episode 91 oh yeah we're doing a thing yeah episode what's the thing we're doing can you say this in the least uh confusing way possible this is episode 91 so we're doing an episode uh, on a movie from 1991 <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> yeah with this movie backdraft was created in 1991 this is our 91st episode yeah, yes the 91st See what we're doing? Just like we were in uh, the year 1991. 1991st. <laughs> uh, so, Backdraft, firefighter movie starring Billy Baldwin. Billy, top billing. Pretty sure. Top Billy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's like the main character in it. Is he? And Pretty much. And him Kurt and Russell. Kurt Russell. And is Kurt Russell the bad guy? Uh, well, well, in- you, you don't really know. Okay. I really, um, I don't remember I mean, too well. I mean, you do. It's definitive at the end. At the end, like, you know. Yeah. But um, it's a mystery. Yeah. Okay, don't tell me then. Um, yeah, this movie is, yeah, like a mystery. Because there's it's all a these. done it. There's all these like arson cases happening. Um, okay, so yeah, a, a backdraft is when you sort of start a fire, but you deprive it of oxygen. And then when you like open a door or release oxygen into the environment, it like explodes, right? That's kind of like, like that, yeah. And, and so someone's setting up these like traps basically for firefighters or for other people that like there's like i don't know how it works man because fire is weird it's like potential energy right so like you create all the possible necessities for fire to take place but it's oxygen deprived and then you introduce how do you even do that how do you create such a a scenario in which there's not enough oxygen i guess if there's a little bit of fire burning, it burns up the oxygen in the room. You just have to kind of seal it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's illustrated in the in the movie. Oh, thank God! Uh, by Robert De Niro. Uh, what? Yeah, Robert De Niro's in this movie. Bobby. Bob. Bob De Niro. All right. Um, he is like the um, uh, fire investigator. He's like there was a little bit of oxygen. He, he a comes, little bit. He comes in after the fire is put out, and he looks for uh, cause of the fire. Okay. And. Uh, he's a, he's a great character in this movie. And like, it's, I remember it's like, he goes into a place where the, the fire has like just been put out and he like lights up his cigarette. (laughs) Um, he's just like, I'm so cool. Yeah. I'm Robert De Niro. He is cool. Um, Donald Sutherland. Is I in knew, this movie. I knew Sutherland was in it and I was hoping that Kiefer was in it too. Cause I just want all the Sutherlands involved. Donald Sutherland. What a great um, Sutherland. Donald Sutherland is creepy 
bad guy arsonist who's been in prison. He's like t- teaching them. He's the Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He yeah. is totally the Hannibal Lecter. And uh, I remember there's this one just really terrifying scene. And you're talking about two just forces of nature in terms of acting. You got De Niro and Sutherland opposite each other That's in this scene where it's like a parole hearing for Sutherland's character. Okay, cool. And and he's like, um, he, De Niro just says to Sutherland, like, so um, if you if you could <laughs> do anything to the world, what would you do? And Sutherland's just like, set on fire, burn it. Yeah, just just burn it. Probably I'd burn it. I'd probably burn it. Like, he yeah. just wants to burn stuff, and it's oh man, it's so creepy. Yeah, that's um, wild. I'd probably just burn it. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, there's a lot of great. We'll probably just keep you in here then. I think yeah, yeah probably just stay here. <laughs> There's a lot of great, great actors in this, um, and uh, this is our second Sutherland. Yeah, what was the other one? I'll give you one hint. Okay. Ooh, ah, ow. Oh, that's right. Ah, He's in uh, Buffy. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was a few hints. <laughs> it was kind of one hint. Yeah. Okay, that was too easy. Um. I also I remember liking this as a kid because it kind of like it shows I guess like that fi- that firefighter life kind of like and like yeah. the getting into like what you have to do to become a firefighter and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, are any of them like cops though? Like is De Niro technically a cop? No, no. He's just an he arson works, investigator. He's like a fire, yeah. Uh well, he I mean, he works for the fire department. Interesting. Yeah. Um but like cops must show up. I don't think there are many cops. If there's an explosion, a cop's going to show up somewhere. There might, maybe. The real focus is on firefighters. All right. Which I have a lot of respect for firefighters. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, Firefighters put out a fire at my house once. That's Uh, great. Whole house was destroyed, but they put out the fire. Yeah. It didn't keep burning. No. Yeah. Sorry about your house, man. Yeah, no, that was crazy. Yeah, I Uh, seem to remember this story. Yeah, ninth grade. What a year. That was here in Maryland. That was in Maryland. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, woken up, middle of the night. Holy shit. It's like, it's like 1230 at night. My mom busts into the room. Oh, fuck. This is just like the stories. She's like, she's like, everybody up out of the house. Everyone up out of the house. And I, like, my brain, just immediately like, oh, fuck, we're late for school. Like, <laughs> the worst mo- thing like, possible. My mom overslept or something, or like something happened, and like we're we're running late for school, whatever. <sighs> and then like I kind of like remember just like two pairs of legs running past me, which would have been my younger brothers. Rob. Uh, yeah, Rob, who's been on the podcast, my brother Doug, uh, and because all three of us were sharing a room at this point, because uh, mm-hmm. we're cuz and um. They're out of the house, and then I hear like my mom or my stepdad scream again my name, and like at that point I I was looking for my glasses, oh, and I God. hear them scream my name, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to school without glasses, and then, <laughs> and then uh, it's dark out, yeah, and it's and it's dark, and I'm like I'm trying to find a pair of pants, something, pair of shorts, yeah, and then I hear my step my stepdad for sure, he screams my name, he screams like Tom. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to school without pants on. No glasses, no pants. Hope you're happy. <laughs> like, seriously, like, just woke up like eight seconds ago. Oh, my God. And, and then I, like, I remember walking out in the hallway, and it looks, like, just kind of hazy. There wasn't a lot of mm. ton of smoke, but it was kind of hazy. Yeah. Also, you can't see. And it's quiet. Yeah, and you I can't see. You don't have your glasses. And it's, it's, it's weirdly quiet. Um, and I, like, I just... I just kind of very timidly walk out in the hallway. I'm like, mom. And I hear once again, my stepdad scream like Tom, like get it, like get out of the house. And I remember just going to the edge of the stairs and looking down and I could see the front door. And my stepdad is like, it got this look on his face, like get, we need to get the fuck get out, out of here. Of the house, and I just like I remember running down stairs and then running across the street to turn around and see uh, just flames like fifty feet high. Holy shit! Your house was super on fire. Yeah, it started in the garage, like the garage completely burned to the ground. Okay, and then the rest of the house, like fire spread a little bit to the rest of the house, mm-hmm. but then really what fucks your house up is putting it out because you're yeah, talking about pumping. 
like smoke damage and then just thousands and thousands of gallons of water being like thrown into your house. Yeah, that's not great for the floors. Um, so yeah, so we basically had our house rebuilt. Um, it was nuts though. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So there wasn't there Nobody, wasn't like a smoke alarm or anything that went off. You said it was quiet. Um, there. I guess there were. I may, no, I don't remember smoke alarms because at that point there wasn't a ton of smoke in the house yet. So this is an important thing that everyone who's listening needs to know yeah. is that you need to check and replace <laughs> your smoke detector batteries. Yeah, that's for sure. God for sure. damn it. Well, I mean, they were. They definitely were working. Um, but uh, <laughs> were they? Like I said, it started in the garage, which was you know right next to my parents' bedroom, like wall wise, and. Uh, and so it eventually, I guess, probably got in through there. But yeah, the, I don't think there was quite enough smoke yet to set our alarms off. In just the, fire, yeah, just only fire. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. Nobody got hurt. That's the good. cat was okay. Wow, good. Um, most of my family's clothing, most everybody's clothing was destroyed, except I had a lot of my clothes. I remember <laughs> my guitar was okay. Sweet. Um, one of the firefighters. Because uh, uh, we have a lot of volunteer companies mm. uh, in this area, in this rural area of Maryland, right? And uh, one of the firefighters was like this musician, saw when he walked in a, whole, a room full of guitars and stuff. Yeah. Got all that shit out. Dude, um, this yeah. guy knows what's up. Yeah, I gotta say, man, it was like, oh, man, and just seeing the best of humanity after your family suffers a tragedy like that, just yeah. tons of people just being like amazing people and wanting to help you and stuff it does happen yeah yeah it was it cool happen. and it's honestly good. it ultimately was uh, i think a really good thing for my family because we were like a blended family mm. you know step step sibling step and you parents. go through a thing together yeah it was like totally a bonding it's like holy shit remember that fucking fire plus we got all new stuff yeah <laughs> we got an xbox <laughs> nice here this is for sorry there was a fire anyway <laughs> that's a real fire let's get back to talking about fictional fires. okay fictional fires so so billy baldwin billy baldwin is a firefighter he's a rookie okay he's new he's, he's a new, new guy the ropes um he want he i think there's a certain company he like uh certain because they're they're like have numbers right he just wants to slide down the pole right yeah yeah who doesn't yeah yeah um <laughs> But uh, I think he wants to be in... I think Kurt Russell is his brother. Okay. I think that's his brother. That's his character. It's his, uh, and he, I, th- I think he doesn't want to be at his brother's firehouse. Okay. Uh, I think he... Because his older brother is like, you know... He's a fire legend. I guess so, yeah. He ha- he'd have to be. He's Kurt Russell. Yeah, definitely. He's as, as decorated as you can be. Kurt Russell's going through like a separation or a divorce. Well, I mean, his whole life is fire. Yeah. So... Yeah, he don't. You yeah. don't have time. He don't li- have time. He lives on a boat. Captain Ron. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Uh, and uh, I think he's secretly setting these fires to feel important or yeah. something. Because he needs to set more. He has to, you know, put out fires. He can be the first one on the scene. Yeah, he knows exactly where to. I don't know, put it out or whatever. But he's setting the backdraft fires. I think so. Because that's fucked up. I could be wrong. That's hurting people. But I'm pretty sure. I have Kurt I, Russell. I just remember this was a, this was a movie that uh, when I was watching it as a as a young kid, I couldn't believe I was watching it. Yeah. Because I was like, this is so cool. Right. And so awesome. I'm and allowed. my mom and dad are here. We're all watching this awesome movie. Like yeah. I loved this movie. Um Especially because I just, I just, I think it, um, I was never a kid that was like, I want to be a firefighter when I grow up. Yeah. But, um, it definitely made me think about it probably at least once because it, it, it definitely, I think, uh, it portrays it as like a cool, exciting thing. I think it can be a cool gig. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. You have to have a lot of training, right? Yeah. I'm sure it's also terrifying sometimes. Sometimes you're actually in fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's freaky. Anyone out there, a firefighter listening? Let us know. Let us know. Tell us, give us a story. Yeah. Do you see the John Stewart thing about the first responders on uh, Colbert? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah. In Congress, but yeah. 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 It was, yeah. He's the, I mean, he's been fighting that fight for a long time. Yeah. He's badass. Uh, I just watched the first episode of Chernobyl. Oh, geez. Uh, I hear that's the most terrifying horror movie that's actually just real stuff that happened. It's horrifying. Yeah. And yeah, talk about firefighters. Anyway. Yeah. Horrible. 
Yeah, imagine if that fire was made out of nuclear energy. <laughs> yeah, if it was an unstable isotope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sutherland, does he get out like Hannibal Lecter does? No, I don't think he does. Is um, he secretly setting think, the fires? I think he's, no, I think he's just, he just kind of comes in and out of the movie a couple times as like this important like... Uh, source. Source kind of yeah. thing. And then uh, I think it's kind of rinse and repeat, like fire stuff happens and then... Um, you know, there's drama between yeah. uh, Billy Baldwin and Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell and his wife. And Billy Baldwin's also seen a girl. I remember they like start doing it on top of a, a fire truck and uh, a fire oh gets called in and they're like, he's like putting on his clothes while like, it's like driving through the city. Oh my God. Um, That's pretty good. Doing it. And Kurt truck. Russell dies. In a fire? Yeah. That's well, he dies, idea. I think, in an ambulance. Um, As a result of a fire? Yeah. That's not how I want to go. Oh, yeah. Fire? No. Oh, fire? Burning? Burning? No, thank you. Uh-uh. No, thanks. Not at all. Ugh. Gosh, no. It's bottom of the list, maybe. What about... um? No? Yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> what if it was like a... <laughs> Come on, yeah. What? Like an instant uh-huh. incineration situation. Instant incineration, maybe. Um, You're not going to feel that shit. Like vaporize. Oh, I'm See, fine with that. I would hate for something like that to happen, though, because I want the thing when you die for like all the DMT that gets like released in your brain. You want to have like that weird like near death uh, experience where you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, like, I want like this like, sort of like, you know, you know, uh, illusion of of thousands of years. Me too. You know? Yeah, actually I want that too. I want that shit. Um, so, and I feel like, you know, if you die from massive brain injury and stuff, you probably don't get that. Yeah. You kind of, your like your brain's there to help. Or if you're like incinerated. Yeah. It's going to go away. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I I want that too. (laughs) I really want, I want that DMT. It's so good. And your brain's just like, Hey buddy. Hey, Hey, (laughs) this is it. This is it. But this is going to be great. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. That's the way to go. Yeah. Not fire, not explosion. Not fire, not explosion. Probably not. Um, I mean, the inverse to burn is that is the opposite of burning to death. Freezing. Drowning. Freezing. <laughs> freezing. Freezing. Okay, freezing. Which I hear is actually a pleasant way to go. Uh, that's what I've heard too. I mean, you know, still probably not ideal. Yeah, you know, I guess you're nice right. and yeah. comfy in my bed. I'm sure there's probably some extreme moments of discomfort leading up to losing all feeling in your body. <laughs> <laughs> like right up to that moment. Like right I up think to it the- really sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's warm. I'm going to go to bed. Um, what are your experiences, Trevor, uh, with with fire and firefighting or firefighters? I had there. There was a fire that we had in our apartment. Um, when I was in college or just out of college, uh, which was kind of a backdraft situation. What? You want to hear this? It hit me. Okay. Here's my, it's a tiny version of a backdraft, but it was still kind of freaky. So we we're in our apartment. It was like two couples and we started to smoke on a smoke and that awful, awful smell of like treated chemically wood, you know, like, do you know that smell of like burning, uh, chemically wood smell of like that new wood it's not like a nice yeah yeah, it's not a nice wood fire that i'm smelling it's like oh this is like recently treated wood that's burning yeah or like or just treated wood it's just yeah it was in the kitchen so someone what what happened was someone uh was cooking and they put the oven mitt away and there must have just been a tiny Mm. tiny spark for i don't know how long but it just smoldered in the in the drawer in the kitchen and eventually it started like creating a lot of smoke. Like we could smell it and we're opening all this stuff in the kitchen. We could not find where the Holy source of that smell moly. was until we opened the drawer. And it was like, Bloosh! no way. It was like a poof. Whoa. And we're like, Oh no. <laughs> and you're like, let's go watch back. <laughs> we're like, let's watch backdraft. No, what we did was like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. And then <laughs> we're like, uh, uh, let's put the fire outside. <laughs> on the, Cause we were like on the second floor. We didn't have like, we didn't know what to do. And cause it was like the oven mitt and like a bunch of, uh, like dish towels and stuff. were like on fire and like smoldering. And <laughs> so we just scooped up 
like from the bottom where it wasn't still on fire, the fire. Yeah. We just scooped up the fire and put the fire outside <laughs> where fire should go. Yeah. Always outside. <laughs> just put the put it with the fire where it goes. That's crazy. And uh and then oh god, the apartment smelled like shit and I just like I got a headache, like all that gross chemically smoked yeah. and stuff. We we opened the windows and tried to like air it out, but it was still I I'm, I'm sure I lost a number of brain cells that day. That's uh, that's horrifying. It was cool. Um, I definitely. Uh, I feel like every uh, all three places that Molly and I have lived together in are still on fire. Uh, all had like tiny kitchens. Mm. Actually, our new kitchen is pretty big. But um, I feel like in a small kitchen, you don't have places to put a lot of things. So you end up like putting a lot of stuff on top of the stove. Like, mm, yeah. oh, I'm going to make this pizza. I'm going to put this box on top of the stove while I look at the directions. And then, and then like turning on the wrong burner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, something yeah. is on the stove. And then like all of a sudden, you're like, wait, wait. And, it, and it's, you don't always immediately tell if you have electric um yeah burners and so you know you'd like turn it on you're waiting and then you're like i smell burning and oh my god my- this box is on fire because i turned on the wrong burner <laughs> also my food's not cooking yeah yeah but then you can also just say why would you put a box on the stove yeah while you were using it you dumbass it's true i mean more often i burn like pans and stuff that i leave on the yeah. stove and like yeah oh man Other i recently man. came home to uh, a burner that was on its lowest setting we have now we have a mm. gas stove um uh, which is uh, terrifying for so many other reasons. It's differently scary because so, you're like, God. do I smell gas? Honestly, do I smell that? Honestly, every time I turn on a burner, I'm like, this could be it. This is it. Like, <laughs> like you don't know how much how much is in the room right I mean, now. I don't smell gas, but I don't smell, but maybe I'm stuffy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, there have been you know close calls in the past. Have you ever like had a scary like incident with one of those gas stoves though? Like, because like, I remember the first times I've tried to use those, I was like, I don't understand this technology. And I like would leave the gas on too long, like trying to figure out how to the, how the starter <laughs> happens. And then, and then you finally get it to work and it's like, whoosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit with it. I mean, just cause sometimes it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't start right doesn't away or like there's like a sweet spot with the, with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the sound. <laughs> yeah, man. That was good. When we first moved in, there was like some kind of small leak because we kept smelling gas and then we had, you know, our landlord sent someone to fix it. But Yeah, that's something you need to do immediately. Uh, yeah. If you smell gas, did tell you, someone. Um, did you ever have like uh, fire safety stuff at school? Like, Dude, I had a whole plan. I remember, I remember we had uh, this this guy come, like or the, this fire company come and they had like this um, motor home. That uh, was like this fire safety experience where like they like uh, show you how to put out like kitchen fires, like a grease fire. You want to smother it. You don't want to mm, use water. That is good. Um, and then it, I remember, it, it ended with um, they like it had like a smoke machine and it ended with like uh, the experience of like the room filling with smoke. Although it was just like fog, you know, like yeah, like dry yeah. ice. Yeah. Um, and um, and then like, you know crawling out of a window or something it was like so exciting i was in like third grade that's way cooler than mine was where they're just like talking to us stop Stop, drop drop and roll roll. yeah yeah stop drop and roll we learned that and then i think they had us make like basically like a a fire escape blueprint from our room to like get outside and i was like mom and dad get me a rope ladder for my window so i can just rope ladder (laughs) down here when there's a fire they didn't get me one, but there was never a fire, so I guess I was fine. Um, stop, drop, and roll is kind of like in my mind a ridiculous thing that we had to learn because, like, hey, just in case you're ever on if fire, your body is on fire, <laughs> your whole body. I feel like, like you know, it. If you're in a situation where you're gonna die by fire, mm-hmm. there's no like, like, I don't know, like, I'm not like like composing myself enough. <laughs> that's what the stop part is it's like hey let's take stock of the situation Whoa. how much of your body is on fire walk do not run don't run you're just gonna make the fire uh bigger and feed it more oxygen i was like like in the event of emergency you know walk do not run everyone's like yeah of course yeah that's the responsible that's thing the right to do. thing to do you don't want to cause a panic no yeah but as soon as that no you know people fucking run no the danger's over there i'm gonna get away from it fight or flight baby yeah fight or flight yeah it's flight time you're gonna fight a fire 
Um, no, but you know what? People do, and thank you. Yeah, I mean, with water and stuff, that's true. I I was picturing, like, punching it, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like some kind of um, airbending situation. Yeah. Yeah. Firebending. Firebending. Any kind of bending. Um, Great. Great. Do you have any other associated memories with this movie? I think I've seen this movie one time. Really? Maybe twice in its entirety. I've definitely and seen I was a child. I've definitely seen this movie like at least a half a dozen times. So you know that it's Kurt Russell that did it at the end. I'm I'm like pretty sure. Pretty darn sure. Is it ambiguous at the end or are you just not you don't remember? Uh, all I know is like I remember being I remember being real sad about Kurt Russell dying. Yeah. Cuz maybe I'm making it up that it was him. I'm pretty sure it was him though. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. It's also going to be sad. We're going to lose some people along the way. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know Billy Baldwin's friend, who's like a rookie with him, uh, doesn't yeah. make He's it. Not, out, you don't want to be the goose of that situation. No, no. Yeah. Sorry, goose. Is there an icebox? Um, Iceman. 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 <laughs> icebox from Little Giants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's watch it. All right. Okay. Okay. Backdraft. Go watch it. The old bait and switch. A uh, wed howling. Um, <laughs> yeah. They really, um, uh, yeah. They had us going there. They had us going. I, I really, they had, they had us going so well that I remembered. Do you remember it, the wrong one? That it was Kurt Russell, but it wasn't Kurt Russell. It wasn't it was Kurt Scott Russell. Glenn. He was just so, I was so sad. Who's Scott Glenn, who I, did, I forgot was in this, but, uh. He's great. He's great. What uh, else is Scott Glenn in? Um. Space Cowboys? Space Cowboys. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Scott Glenn. So um, he was the he was creating backdraft fires to kill corrupt corrupt politicians, politicians and like their uh, uh, their 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 uh, fixers, their finance guys that are like yeah, um, their accountants making up phony things to siphon money somewhere else. Yeah, and which close led down, to exactly yeah, close down firehouses. Killing um, uh, firemen, yeah, essentially because it like uh, limiting their resources, mm-hmm. so fewer firefighters for the you know for yeah, the more fires. danger, yeah, more danger, more danger. Um, so um, right out yeah, the gate, he's a vigilante. Right out the gate, what'd you think? I liked it. So did I. I thought, I it, thought good, it was a good, it was and a good like movie. for a long movie, I was still like into it. Yeah. I think Ron Howard did a great job directing this one. It was, uh, you know, uh, I think Ron Howard is a good filmmaker. I think he's a good um, filmmaker. You can definitely see um, how, I'm not sure if the next movie he did was Apollo 13, but it wasn't long after this that oh, okay. he did Apollo 13. Yeah. Which, great fucking great. You can't even. It's, yeah. It's a great it's fucking Apollo 13. Great movie. Um, we, before it even said that Ron, we were pretty sure, you were pretty sure it was Ron Howard. Yeah. Even I, before it said directed by Ron Howard, we knew this was a Ron <laughs> Howard film because of one little name. Starring Clint, Clint Howard. Howard. Where he's just next. He's never yeah. starring in anything. He was yeah. the... Uh, Autopsy guy. Yeah, he's, think, mortician. Yeah, Rico was his name, I think. Suave. So, um, but uh, yeah, in general, uh, you know, I think it's a it's a really good movie. I forgot how fucking sad it is. The ending like, is sad. Um, like I forgot about the whole opening, right? Where so it starts with their with, dad dying. Yeah, who played by Kurt <laughs> Russell, which I, you know, I honestly think that they did that well. It was fine. They it was just well. like, his oh hair, really? Is his, it going to be him? His hair was super, super short. Yeah. He had a like little like pencil mustache. Yeah, it was a little bit different. And um, yeah, he definitely. And they they didn't linger on too many long shots of of him mm-hmm. as playing his own father. But I think it was important also to the Baldwin character. What's his name again? Uh, Brian. Brian, because, you know, his older brother raised him. He was like a father figure yeah. to him, and he always looked up to him like a father. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same guy almost. Yeah. Just as totally. legendary. Yeah. Um, but then Kurt Russell's character, his whole arc, everything is so sad. Yeah. So dad dies, who is Kurt Russell, and then Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell, and then Kurt Russell is also so Just fucking so sad. He's like, he's a broken man. 
divorced, al- alcohol, divorced, or like separated, separated. Like they haven't lived together since a while. Right, separated, alcoholic, has a kid. He misses um, the kid, misses his wife, lives on this tiny little boat that's not even in the water. Yeah, <laughs> and anytime he tries to make something right, he just fucks it up. Yeah, and um, and you know he's worried about his brother. We think mostly, like deep down. Yeah, he doesn't want him to be a firefighter because he's afraid. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose his brother. Doesn't want to lose his brother. Uh, it's not about necessarily being the best. That's part of it because right. that's every older brother has that need. Yeah, he uh, already knows he's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, duh, obviously, older brothers are the best. Yeah, you came first. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not first forever you're last <laughs> you will always have come first yeah from um, the beginning that was yeah. how it went um <laughs> us big brothers no we know we just know um but uh it, you know it, I, one of the most heartbreaking scenes was like it's after like he comes by his kurt russell comes by his wife's house at night oh God. and like and they end up you know it's like she ends up you know she's trying to be there for him they end up sleeping together yeah, they hook up. and then the next morning he's like making breakfast oh with he's his like son. i'm back we're it's back like, it's this really cute thing and like as you a see kid, her face you know, as a kid who went through divorce oh, i was yeah. like yeah i've been there yeah that time when like one of my parents made it seem like everything was going to be fine, and then it wasn't. Right. Um, as soon as she comes in, you see her face, and she's like, "Uh, uh, uh I don't feel no, like you're just yeah. gonna." She's like, "You're just gonna confuse him," and he's like, "All right." And then, fuck. and like he's like, "All yeah, he's just all ready to have this like morning and and spend time with his son and yeah, then, his family." And then he's just like, "Sorry, kid, I I have to go." Yeah. Oh and my then, god! And then I have so to bad. go fucking die. Right. And then immediately like, after uh, that. Uh, I'm going to go to my boat where my brother's pretty sure that I'm killing people. And he's, yeah. that's when he pieces it together. And he's like, oh, shit. And so now his brother thinks that he's a fucking murderer. His family hates him. And yeah. he's just trying to be a good firefighter. And he's also wanting to protect this guy who is, you know, under his command. Yeah. Who's doing all of the stuff, all the, you know, all who's the backdrop shit. has been a firefighter. Shit. Like, he was with a firefighter his with his dad. His yeah. dad saved this guy's life. Yeah. Jesus. And... I got to say, you know, one thing that's weird about the movie is like you find out that this firefighter has been acting as like this, you know, rogue vigilante killing yeah. people, like right. killing shitty people. Yeah. Better. And like they and he still ends up getting like getting like a hero's funeral. They never tell anyone. Yeah, they never Yeah, and it's like on the one hand I'm like cool vigilante justice and then on the other hand i'm like oh he's a murderer though i know it's so weird but it's like it's (laughs) i I was saying that before like first of all there's zero police presence in this film yeah even at the even at the very end when they confront the mayor they let the firefighters do it (laughs) they let they let bobby de niro go up to him and be like you're you know gonna be charged for this shit but it's like it's very tribalistic and I wonder how close to reality the Chicago Fire Department or any like big city fire departments that has a long legacy of you know f- uh, family firefighting and stuff like that, how insular that sort of justice system would be. I feel like it probably is. Probably with cops too, though. Yeah. You know, but like no one ever found out that it was a firefighter that did that. It would harm the fire station. Yeah. But like, why wouldn't the police have been contacted by Robert De Niro's character? When it even smelled like a homicide, that's a good question. <laughs> like that's when it was question. just like when there was an even possibility. Like, why would he, they even be reaching out? These are dead bodies. Although he was like, there was something. He had some motive about it because you know, there's that scene where he's like, you know, he does. He's like, he's not about jumping to conclusions. He wanted you know? to hide it from the aldermen. He wanted specifically. Well, yeah, he didn't I, want to like turn it into I a case. Was, I think he was trying to hide it from everyone. Yeah. He was trying to crack the case because on his own. who knows what kind of connections the alderman has in the police department? Get it shut, exactly. Shut, get it you can down. only trust our own. Yeah, that's sort of how. That's the vibe yeah. I was getting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Bob De Niro. Okay, fantastic. Great character. Donald Sutherland. Fantastic. Great like, character. He's in the movie for a total of like three minutes. Yeah, and two scenes. And really. just fantastic. Um, um, so, I wrote so something good. about Bobby so D. So creepy. Yeah. I wrote, Bobby D is a great character. Uh, he's a great character that probably inspired a bunch of awful arson investigators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I read an article not that long ago about just how like intuition based a lot of specifically fire arson investigators are and it's a hundred percent that character like there's science now that's better than what you know we had probably even in the 90s and stuff like that 
that guys still like think with their gut about this stuff because they're like I understand fire, like fire talks yeah. to me and shit. If there was one thing about this movie that was just so silly, it was that. It was like that, yeah. like I mentioned, it was like Bill Paxton and Twister. And exactly, like, personifying. Like, smells the dirt and he's like, he knows tornadoes. Oh, I know that, uh, that tornado, I know what that tornado is feeling right oh, now. I know what tornadoes are feeling. Um, he, It's the same with the fire. Yeah, and so Kurt many And Russell's things. character does it too. Same like, shit. She's like, like uh, don't let it. Don't let it know you're afraid. Don't let it know you're afraid. He says that. He says to the he talks to fire. He says, "You're so very sly, but so am I." Yeah, I'm like, oh, come on. And I understand in a movie where the, you've got this much fire going on, the fire's got to be like a character. And Sutherland is like that too. Yeah. He's like, it looked at you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But that makes sense because he's so fucking insane. crazy. But that guy's crazy. <laughs> and, but like the thing is, Baldwin wasn't even just entertaining him. Like and he has that moment in the in the first fire, I think, when like there's this little fire tornado that's coming up and it's like Yeah. And he's like having a moment with it, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean there. fire's cool. Fire is cool. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's so cool. And this movie, we talked, we mentioned this while we were watching. It's not it, a monster. It's like this <laughs> movie is nineteen ninety one. Everything, all the fire in this movie is practical. It's real fucking fire. Like if there was any computer fire, that was extremely limited. Yeah, and um, I don't know what the extent of the special effects abilities that they had, or if they could superimpose some of the fire on. Well, but it's still real fire. Yeah, no, there's tons of it, and there, like, there was. A, I guess they had a lot of R and D went into the effects for this movie. That's cool. And I remember too uh, <laughs> going to. Um, Universal Studios. Nice. When I was a kid, and they had that like the backdraft experience. Oh shit! Where like you basically you were on a soundstage and you were looking at like um, like kind of a cutout of the the set from backdraft, right? Um, much smaller. Mm. But then they showed like how they would do live effects and like they have like cool. huge explosions and fire. Would it make that sound that like eerie monster like no. demon sound is like. <laughs> And there was like, yeah. boom, and it would explode. <laughs> no. That was cool, but, but it was you, freaky. But like, you can tell why they're like, this is a monster. But you're standing like 30 or 40 feet away, and you, I mean, it's hot. Like, you, yeah. like and you're watching this little stunt thing happen, and it's like, you're feeling that heat. Yeah. And so, like, I can only imagine, like, walking through that walking shit. Through and, you know, fire. like, multiple actors got burned. I think Kurt Russell was on fire multiple times. <laughs> How could you not be that... <laughs> fucking climax they are walking and, through fire as barrels are exploding and it, it's on them there's and, fire on their yeah, body absolutely yeah and kurt russell and scott glenn and a couple of the other actors uh like they did a lot of their own stunts to the point where they cool. got like stunt credit oh neat um so yeah yeah just like the practicalness of it was I think one of the reasons why I think it, it holds up and will continue to hold up. Oh, yeah. There's nothing in there that I'm like, that looks fake. Yeah. Not a single thing. <laughs> no, not at all. There's movies from this year where I'm like, that looks fake. Yeah, absolutely. But that was real fire. And I mean, it's, you know, it's not like fantasy. It's dealing with the fact that fire is fucking crazy. And right. And it, it moves in r- weird ways. And it's really cool. Like, it follows channels and stuff and, you know, follows paths of... I guess least resistance and passive yeah. like wind and it's like consumable, you know, fuel and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty cool the way that they did it. Yeah. Um, I can see why, uh, the dude's friend was like psyched about his first fire. Oh yeah. That poor guy who did, he didn't die, but he's not he's fucked. the same person for the rest of his that life. That dude looked like a zombie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was too eager. Yeah, he was a little too too a little too excited about somebody's li- like life being burned. Yeah, or know, like, like in his hands, you yeah. know, like saving that person. I mean, I'm glad that he was excited about saving someone's life. Yeah, that was cool. That's great. But he was fucking psyched yeah, about fire. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he got fucked up, and I really don't think that was Kurt Russell's fault. If anything, it was what's his name? No, fault? Scott Glenn's fault Scott because Glenn. or Adcox is his name. Yeah, in the movie. Axe, Axe, and and Bull. Was Kurt, was Kurt Russell's nickname. Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he started the fire that burned Tim. He did a bad job with that one, though. The other one seemed to be, like, really, you know, on point. He had a room, oxygen-deprived. Yeah. The dude that he wanted to kill would open the door, and it would explode. This one was, like, in a big hotel, and I guess this fire spread too much to be contained, but the dude was already in that room. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> right, maybe. Or maybe it was, like... <sighs> Maybe, uh, you know what? It's not important. 
<laughs> he did, you're, you're right. <clears throat> it's, but like, he did a bad job. One way or another, yeah, he fucked up. Um, yeah, this movie was still in the '80s. What do you? Oh, you're talking about the yeah that weird music montage with yeah. with the with the like reverby drums. There was an '80s um, montage in this 1991 yeah. movie. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, you know, decades it, switch over. It's always there's always some overlap. There's not a hard line. Yeah, it's not Y2K every year. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just they're like, oh hey, we're still in the '80s, right? Oh, it's the early '90s. Well, I still really like this really compressed snare drum sound. So mm-hmm. let's go for it. Um, mannequin rescue. Mannequin rescue. Forgot about that. That was good. Um, I did. You know what was kind of. Uh, it, I guess it fulfilled a couple necessary things, but like the relationship with um, Swayzak, the corrupt politician, uh, the relationship with his assistant, Jen, the yeah. Brian and Jen thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was like this weirdly like, we're going to put this in the movie. We're not going to flush it out. It's too convenient. There's like a couple important plot points that we get from that, I guess. They knew each other from the past. He had gone away. He moved away to try to be something else besides a firefighter. Yeah. Moved back, became firefighter. They ran into each other. Oh, she she works at town hall. And then it's like she can get all the inside information. Right. And she got him that job with De Niro, which was a pretty good job, actually. But he didn't really want to be an assistant to a fire investigator. He wanted to be a firefighter. And right. he thought that the other firefighters were going to think that he's a sellout because he's kind of working on this task force that yeah. was sort of working for the aldermen. But it turned out that the task force, him and Bobby D, really put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, brought him down. Yeah, so that was cool. I liked that relationship um, between De Niro and, and him. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I think he learned a lot about fire and being a good firefighter from that. Everything that De Niro did in this movie was great, I thought. Yeah, and he was like a firefighter, and he was had you know fought with <laughs> Donald Sutherland's character in the yeah. past. He brought him down, and he was going to save him from this fire that got out of control. But then there was a bathtub full of white phosphorus or some shit. Something real flammable. That dude liked fire. Uh, yeah. And you were right. He was like, he was at the parole hearing. <laughs> and they were like, he's doing a great job. Like, he should get out of jail. And he's a real right. success story. And he's like, sorry, I do feel really bad about my crimes. And then Robert De Niro's like, look at this doll. Yeah. What'd yeah. you do to that girl? Burned her. Burned her. Oh, what did you do? What do you like to do to old ladies? Burn them. Hmm. What do you want to do to the world? Burn it all. Cool. All right. See you next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rule denied. Yeah. Um, I think that it, there's an innate fascination between humans and fire. Oh, yeah. And I think that uh, a, a lot of young people, myself included, mm-hmm. uh, experiment with that when they're kids. Did you ever play with fire when you maybe weren't supposed to or do anything dangerous or stupid with fire? Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> very much so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, fire is, it's like, hey, man, Prometheus gave it to us, so we should probably, you know, yeah, we should use it. That's Don't, how yeah. I feel. When life hands you a fire, Make, burn stuff. Yeah, burn <laughs> things with it and yeah. get warm. Yeah, we need fire for so many things. <laughs> we definitely, Yeah, I mean... But me and my friends, when I was in like middle school and high school, we definitely like, like if my parents knew some of the stupid shit we did with fire. Oh yeah, you know, um, we set my friend's backyard on fire. Oh man, we uh, <laughs> at one time we filled a tennis ball with gasoline. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, lit it on fire. So many things just are to See what would happen. You ever and make little flamethrowers? It's like a fucking fireball. It's, it's yeah. a ball of fire. Yeah, um, that, that just <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you ever? Uh, oh God, I really, we shouldn't even say these things. On okay. Do you ever? Uh, you remember sparklers? I remember. What them, a yeah. fun toy! Do you ever put one in like a glass uh, juice? You know, like a I don't know, Snapple bottle or one of those kinds of like a glass sealable bottle. No. Guess what happens? What? It explodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's glass everywhere. Like you put one and you then you seal it? put a sparkler down like uh-huh. head for, yeah, and then you seal it and up. And then you seal it. Well, yeah, I think you can, yeah, because I mean, it's like basically well, yeah, magnesium. you're going to build up mm-hmm, pressure. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Is it magnesium? I, it's something like I that. it was like, ther- is it thermite? Thermite? Fuck. <laughs> Thermite's in, um, what, do you, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Etch-a-sketches. Oh. Yeah. Are those flammable? 
probably I, if there's if that's thermite, then yeah. Try could trick to chlorate is that what's in there trick to chlorate something like that (laughs) that's what they used in this uh film to create backdrafts yeah trick to chlorate and And, uh putty and putty some kind of putty putty Putty. (laughs) make a c4 putty um and uh like just a your normal wall uh what is that just a three-pronged outlet that's all you need yeah yep that's all you need. And, and a closed door, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was so weird. That sound was creepy, though. I liked this. I oh, really yeah, liked though. the sound design. Yeah, the sound design was great. Uh, you know, the music was good, too. Like, it was uh, It was an all-in-all good movie. I thought the cinematography was was good. Yeah, there was one, uh, there was one transition I thought was really good. I was like, good job. Um, it, was a, it was a change of scene, and I think it was, it was in one of the buildings that they're investigating a fire, and... It was, uh, they're talking in one room and then uh, the scene changed and it was in a dark hallway, but you didn't see it. The first thing that you see was one of the fluorescent lights sort of flicker and turn on because mm. like the lights, like the electricity was out in, in the hallway. Yeah. So the transition was just the fluorescent lights sort of like half flickering on in the hallway. And I was like, fuck, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Everyone smokes. Yeah, that was weird. Like in the scene right after they put out the fire, like all the firefighters, it felt super forced. Like, hey, it's early '90s, and we're still smoking a lot in movies, hoping that people look at it and go, "I want a cigarette." You know who's cool right now? Firefighters. Like it was literally like in, in the span of th- like thirty seconds, you saw like seven or eight firefighters all smoking, like all smoking while like doing work in this like recently just extinguished yeah. fire. It was weird. It was weird. It was super weird. Yeah, it's just like, hey, good day's work. Let's smoke up. And like, especially the way that it's almost like they, it was like the focal point was was the cigarette, like for every shot of them. It was, it was weird. It was weird. They, they, they must I, breathe enough smoke as it is. I don't think you don't really see um, totally senseless smoking like that in movies anymore. No, not really. It do, they don't really smoke that much in movies that I've seen. Um. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, smoking gets less and less popular. You see a lot of vaping? Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, probably start seeing a lot more vaping. Man, you know, it's crazy. It's no, like uh, admit that. people are uh, really jumping on the anti-vape stuff with with schools now. And kids, mm-hmm. like, vaping yeah. at school. That's crazy to me. Probably shouldn't vape at school, right? No, but, like, I just can't believe, like, it's that big a problem. Oh, yeah. But I guess it must have, be. Have you guys? Have you ever found that? At no, no. Uh, I heard. Uh, I heard a former student got in trouble for it at their high school, though. Oh, which well, is funny. Yeah, sad. Sad to see him go off. Go to the vape make side. Those bad decisions. With their vapes. But to think about how easy it is to hide, too, and those like those jewel things look like little USB sticks. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I was never a guy that smoked like cigarettes well, in high school or anything. The anyway. thing though, like the real thing is like it's these kids getting hooked on on nicotine. Probably not know? great. Yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't. And like it's not. It's definitely got to be way better than cigarettes, but it's still not like good for you. Right. Yeah. Um. um I don't. I don't. I don't see the target. You know. You don't see. You know. Joe Camel smoking vapes these days. No. You know. Back <laughs> in our day, there were cartoons like, "Hey kids, hey, light them up, cool fucking camel." My doctor recommends marble reds. <laughs> yes. No, we never had commercials like that, but our parents did. <laughs> they did. They're like, it cures your stutter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cigarettes they make lose weight. <laughs> Relaxes the larynx. Yeah. Smoke them. <laughs> if you got them. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a firefighter. Apparently, yeah. Um, well, I think all in all, uh, this is a great movie. Holds up, and you should watch it. Yeah, I think so too. I think watch it holds up. I didn't remember it very well, but I really enjoyed it still. And yeah, as, for one of the longer movies that we've watched, fuck yeah. Yeah, as it went on, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. Oh yeah, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this. And but one thing I just I I don't think I could appreciate or picked up on really was just how so so very sad and tragic Kurt Russell's whole that was so sad story is. He does die in the ambulance. I mean, he falls off the thing, but before that, he sees his brother, and he's like, "That's my fucking brother." And, you know? Kurt, and Kurt Russell is fantastic in it. He, he really was really he's good. Really, really good. He did a great job of being super sad, super cool, super like angry, drunk. 
Yeah. You know, like all the, he, he really showed a full spectrum. Super dicky older brother. Dicky older brother, like pushing him, pushing him too hard. Yeah. yeah. It was great. He's, yeah, it's good. It makes me want to do more Kurt Russell on here. Is this our first Kurt Russell? Um, I don't know, man. I think Maybe. so. We haven't done Captain Ron. Yeah. We haven't done Escape from New LA York or, or LA. One of them. One, one of them is 90s, one of them is 80s. Oh, okay. I forget. What's the second one? Is it the LA? I don't know, man. I don't even know if I've seen those movies in their entirety. Yeah. Anyway. It was good. Watch yeah. it. Yeah, watch Backdraft. Watch good, Backdraft. Good job, Ron. Ron and Clint. Yeah, they did great. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that that's going to do it for Backdraft. We, yeah, I enjoyed it. Fantastic. Hey, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you got questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, uh, you can always reach us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. I want to hear more concerns. Yeah. Are what you, are you worried about? At all? Are you us? anxious about something? Um, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Send us a message. Or you can also reach us at uh, on Instagram or Twitter at nowavailableovc. What's worrying um, you? We uh, recently we got a, an email this week. Oh. Um, and uh, a request for a movie I think we might do. Uh, I think, what was it? For 96? Okay. Or maybe it was 98. What was the request? Should you say, do you not want to say? Look. Okay, all right. Because other people might request stuff. Yeah, you okay. know, uh, I'll just say, it's out there. <laughs> Somewhere? Truthfully. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, thank you, Linnea, for your email. Um, cool. Yeah, Trevor, Tom. parting words of wisdom? Uh, listeners, be vigilant, because you might think that you're at the top of the food chain, but guess what? It's not humans. It's not tigers. <laughs> it's not... The, the gray wolf, the top of the food chain is fire. And fire could be in a room that you just walk into. It could be in the ceiling sometimes. It can sneak around behind you and it can eat you. And I think this goes without saying this week. <laughs> Don't forget to <laughs> check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Right now. <laughs> we have the same color shorts on. Get the hell out. Almost. <laughs>